We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I was surprised that Mo Dackhill, uh, who writes for the Bleacher Report, kind of yeah. NBA Twitter guy, he threw out like five trade mm-hmm. ideas today. And one of them revolved around the Cavaliers. And I actually think is as limited of assets as the Cavs have, I actually think the Cavs are one of the most fascinating teams in the deadline. Why so? Well, because they have $51 million. I'll tell you one player they're not going after. Killian Hayes. That's right. Because they have $51 million in expiring contracts. And you've got teams like Dallas and Atlanta that so badly need to get out of cap purgatory and get back to a point where maybe they can bring in a premier player and have cap space to do that. That I think that makes a team like the Cavs incredibly valuable. As like that third team to facilitate a deal. And in the Mo Dakhill trade that he had was using the Kevin Love contract to bring Tim Hardaway and Juancho Hernan, uh, Hernan Gomez here. And in, in all honesty, Tim Hardaway might be the best that they can do this, this uh, trade deadline. And I think he might be just good enough that if you can add a backup uh, power forward like a Juancho Hernan Gomez, like I think that's actually probably a... a, a a plus for you. If you can turn Kevin Love into Tim Hardaway without giving up too many like giving up any draft picks, I think it's a no-brainer. But when I when I tweeted it out, I, it's funny to see the the circle of life with Kevin Love because a lot of people that that kind of interacted with me at Nick Wilson says on Twitter were basically like, "Oh, I don't want to give up Kevin Love." And I was just I was like I was and I'm not surprised because Kevin has reclaimed so, the love here. I, Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not surprised that people want to keep him here, but like, would you rather Kevin Love be a part of this team in the second half if it meant the Cavs didn't make an upgrade at the trade deadline? Um, I'd be disappointed if they don't make an upgrade. I love Kevin Love. Um, to to kind of play off your your little pun there, mm-hmm. and he's an all time great Cavalier, and he's like, I mean, look. At some point, his his jersey will probably be in the rafters. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he helps them win a championship right now. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know that. It's just so difficult because I think you've already replaced him in some way. Like when Dean Wade's healthy, Dean Wade can give you just about everything that Kevin Love can give you at this point in his career, outside of veteran moxie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You know, he can give you a little bit of the rebounding. He Actually, the one thing that he can do that, that Kevin can't do is play on the court with the other, the other two bigs. Like, you can kind of throw him out there right. as kind of that pseudo three. So, like, I don't know. I just – I don't 
I don't want them to trade Kevin Love just to trade Kevin Love. But where the Cavs are right now, like, you've kind of got to safeguard yourself for Karis LeVert leaving this offseason. I think that's going to happen. I, I don't, if I'm Karis, there's no way I'm coming back. He, he doesn't really fit. His value in about one year in Cleveland since that trade has been completely destroyed. Um, if you try to trade him right now, the most you'd get is maybe a second round pick or two. So, like, I think Karras is gone anyways. You're probably not going to be able to sign and trade him. He's not the he's not the kind of player that's going to elicit that kind of interest. Uh, I mean, Karras Levert, uh, take him or leave him. Well, no, but I, but you have to kind of start thinking about player value and player talent. It's really tough to find a player that is as talented as Karras, and you've already given up a first rounder for him. So if I can turn Kevin Love and Karis Levert, or just Kevin Love into somebody that long-term is going to take the role that Karis Levert just couldn't take because it's not a good fit, that's starting three, I think it's a no-brainer. 216-578-0092. Would you be disappointed if the Cavs moved Kevin Love at the deadline? If they used him as salary filler? Because I kind of think it's their, it's, it's either that or Levert. And it might be both. But like we were just watching Bojan Bogdanovic. If you, if, oh, that guy came to play. If you could turn Kevin Love into Bojan, I I think it would be, honestly, I I think it would it would actually aid the Cavs ceiling substantially, and that's not to say Kevin isn't a useful player. It's to I had say twenty five points today. And well, and he is a amazing three point shooter, and he's kind of that big guard slash wing. He's not a great. He's not a truly great defender. No, he's a but, big enough body to but, throw out there. But he is, and he'll and he'll take a charge. Like he'll get in the way of somebody. Like he's just he's just kind of a a a, a scrappy type of player. I mean, mm-hmm. he's going like a gym rat. You think? You said it, not me. Yeah, I mean that guy's like the first first to to arrive, last first to in, leave. last out. Yeah, yeah that much. kind of guy. He's one of those guys. You yeah, know? but like a Euro version of that. Yeah, while also losing his hair. Well, also I know that yeah, hair's not great. From you one, got five boards today, though. From from one guy from one guy to another, Bojan. Just shave it. It's okay. You're an Sweat NBA player. Just, he would look so ugly with a shaved head. Yeah. So did Vitaly Potapenko. The dude still bagged a Ukrainian twelve. That's like an American sixteen. Yep. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like we've gotten to a point where anybody who wants to keep Kevin Love, it's it's not a it's not really about what he brings to the table. It's more nostalgic. Yeah, and I just... It's so weird because I think Kevin Love meant more to you last year than he does this year. And I'm not talking about on the court. I'm talking about off the court. Like, the number one reason to keep Kevin Love around... And by the way, there's there have been reports that the Cavs might want to keep Kevin Love, like, next year. I don't see it. I mean, like, unless he's just going to become James Jones and he's just going to sit on the end of the bench and clap and wave towels when cool things happen and and have fun, unless that's what Kevin wants to be. And by the way, he shouldn't. He's still a useful player. But I don't think you need, like, you've got Jetty, you've got Dean Wade. I think the Cavs need to go into this deadline saying there are four guys that really matter. It is Donovan Mitchell, it is Darius Garland, it is Evan Mobley, and it is... Jared Allen. And if if we can find a player that makes those four guys better, anybody else in the roster. I mean it. Jetty, I love Jetty. Jetty should be out there if he's got value. Uh, Dean Wade, who hopefully will get back from injury here soon. If he's got yeah, make it happen. I mean, even Ricky Rubio, who was a lot of fun last night, 
if if you could find a way to get a, a better playmaker to be your backup point guard, or if there was like a bigger trade and you needed to use his salary, okay, I love Ricky Rubio, but like it's so weird because the Cavs have two timelines. There is the Evan Mobley, Darius Garland timeline, and then there's the Donovan Mitchell timeline. And I do feel like there's going to be push and pull between those two things. You need to have a sense of urgency to to maximize your time with Donovan. Yeah. But you also need to be patient enough that you allow Darius and in, 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 uh, in Evan to, to go ahead and, and, and develop to be the players that they can be. And I think getting rid of, and not getting rid of guys, but I think using contracts like Kevin Love and, I'll, I'll say it, Karis LeVert. The one thing I'll say is, Nick, it, you know, if you make a move here midseason and you bring in a Tim Hardaway Jr., for example, like we're already a team that's trying to just gel together with all the youth that we have. Mm-hmm. Are they able to add another body into the mix? And, and, you know, someone's going to play significant minutes that has not been a part of this system to learn how to play with this team. Is that the right move? Yes. But it's it's got to be a very specific type, right? You can't have, and I think we learned this with Karras, you can't have another guy that needs the ball in his hand. If anything, like, you know, we talk about 3 and D. Give me 3 and D with a guy who's like a really good passer. Like, give me a guy who can get the ball at the elbow and and help move the ball so it doesn't stick as much. I I think and that's why again why either Bogdanovich could do that for you by the way <laughs> or Bogdanovic could do that for you. I think you have to. I really think you have to be aggressive at this deadline because I think as constructed. Like if you get the 4 seed and you're playing New York in the the first round, I think you're going to get a first round win. I I don't I think I think the Knicks are what they've been under Tom Thibodeau. I think they're a good regular season team. But once you get to the second round, if you really want this team to have a fighting chance, you can't have the gaping hole at that three spot. And Lamar's not a starter in the playoffs. Lamar Stevens isn't. Dean Wade isn't a starting player in the playoffs. As currently constructed, Karis LeVert isn't either. And so you've kind of piecemealed it to a point. And I think, listen, you might the, the right deal might not be there, and that's okay. But you got to be aggressive, both in short-term and long-term options, to try and find somebody to do that for you. Two one six five seven eight double zero nine two. Um, would you be disappointed if if the Cavs moved Kevin Love at the deadline? I think it might be their best possibility, their best option to get dramatically better at the deadline and bring in a player that could really help uh, expand your ceiling this year. We were asking you guys about Kevin Love and. It, it seems as if the Cavs would be interested in making that move. It seems like that's probably the biggest card they can play. Would you want them to play it? Would you want them to trade Kevin Love if it meant upgrading the roster? Bill, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hi, Bill. Doing well, bud. Um, just had a comment on uh, Love. Um, hate to say it. His time has passed. Uh, NBA is all about win now. I mean, what do we have? Maybe three years with the core of these guys, and there's there's no time for nostalgia or rah rah guys. That part I don't understand. Like these guys are making fifteen million a year. You can't motivate yourself. You can't focus. That's more coaching, as we saw last night on inbounds play. But that's a whole other story. Um, 
I would definitely get rid of Love just because, I mean, gave him a four-year, $120 million contract. And I hate to say it, he was injured at probably, what, 50% of that time or he was out that time. I mean, you just got to get a, a young, I don't know, young guy rebounding, get, you know, 10 rebounds a game or, you know, whatever. I just think, you know, we got to get this mindset out of Cleveland. We got to win now. Same thing with the Browns. I, I agree. The Cavs are in win now mode, Bill. Um, well, I, I would say, like, Mobley and Allen are going to be your bulk rebounding guys. Dean Wade's really good, too. Um, he brought something up, though. Has the Kevin Love contract been a bust? Oh, I don't know. Uh, probably. Because I don't think as many people would say that. I, I don't think a lot of people would say I that mean, about how, that contract. How much did it really hurt the Cavaliers? I mean, we're in a great position. We've got a great team. Uh, it wasn't my money. Yeah, but it wasn't money well spent. No, but that doesn't mean that like, it, they spent that money on Kevin Love because of the box office. Oh, of course they did. They didn't spend because they knew Kevin was going to be great during that time. And it's always like you, Sashi or Sashi. Good God, good different God. Guy. Um, Kobe's made so many great trades since right after that <laughs> that signing. Like the Jared Allen trade, like the real, the only real dud you can say that I think he has is the Karis Levert trade to this point. And I don't think, like I think circumstance failed Karis Levert. He was hurt last year, and then you traded for Donovan Mitchell this off season. But like, you don't know the trade he could have made if you didn't have Kevin Love's contract here. You know what I mean? Like if you had had that extra forty million in that window where you didn't, ha you hadn't paid anybody, like before even you paid Jared Allen. You don't know where that money could have gone that right now might be it might stop you from having to make the trade now. That's fair. And it doesn't mean like I think Kevin, I think the cool thing about this is I can look at that and say, yeah, that that money didn't really work out. You know, I think he's played I mean, he had a really good year last year. Well, yeah, but 13 and a half points per game and and 8 rebounds per game. It's not worth $120 million over four years. No, I mean, he earned some of his contract last year. I'll say that. Mm -hmm. well, because I, there are guys that make $30 million a year that are scoring 14, 15 points a game. I mean, I think the more important thing for me is I always felt bad for Kevin during the LeBron years because all anybody did was 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 blame him. Just bag or, on him. Or say that he wasn't good enough or saying that he was a disappointment. He was along for the ride. Yeah. He, he didn't care enough. He didn't have that dog in him. And like, and by the way, some of those criticisms were fair, but to the extent that people took it to were completely unfair. So the thing that I'm most happy about, like if they traded him tomorrow and brought back uh, Bojan Bogdanovich, like my the thing I'd be happy about with Kevin is that he's gone from you were the, the fifth Beatle to... You were um, a guy whose contract was suffocating the Cavs. You were a distraction to now we're going to be kind of sad to see you go. I don't know you could draw that up. It's like the Jadavian Clowney. The mm -hmm. best possible scenario happened. Yeah. Don't try to double down and, and better your luck here. And what could have been, too, if, if what's his face? The uh, the villain from the, the Celtics didn't tear his freaking shoulder oh, up. Oh, Kelly Olenek. Olenek. If he doesn't like UFC... Kevin Love, what if the Cavs have another title? 
Yeah, I, I think if Kyrie or Kevin is healthy, I think uh, it's fair to say they win that first title. What if they were both healthy? And by what the way, the Cavs didn't go to overtime in that first game. I, we're going to drive ourselves crazy I'm sorry. here. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, no, because I think it's fair. Cause I so think many if, what ifs. I think if you win those the 15 and 16, I don't think KD ever goes to the Warriors. Probably not. Which means a three-peats there. Oh, God. Although we can all admit, it was exhausting to be a Cavs fan during those four years. Best it time, was a lot of fun, though. Best time I've ever had in my life. Also, I was tired when it was over. Drew, welcome to the show, buddy. What you got for us? Hey, guys. Oh, man. The Kelly Olenek thing. That, first off, that Sorry to bring that, that, open, that uh, open wound. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't stand that guy to this day. You know what's uh, funny about same. it? I, it? Drew, real every quick. Every time I see him. Drew, real yeah. quick. You realize that if they were to trade for Bogdanovich from uh, Detroit... Kelly Olenek. Oh, no, I think he's in Utah now. Because I was going to say, one of the three-way trades I saw oh. was bringing Kelly Olenek and Bogdanovic here. And I was like, oh, my God. Good luck with that. Oh, my God. I, 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 you would have to immediately cut him. He's in immediately. Utah. <laughs> I don't care what it costs you. Get rid of the guy. Uh, so back to the Kevin Love. I'm just looking at a picture of him. I'm just so getting like, angry. <laughs> it's the truth, isn't it? Oh, my God. This guy just makes me want to punch. Punchable face. Yeah, punch things. Grade A punchable Seriously. face. Right in the neck, right in the throat, right in the throat. Probably somewhere All else. Right. Um, so, I think the Kevin Love contract at the time was the right was the right thing to do. I think at the end of the day, like it, even if he still is here in Cleveland, like I think he can contribute in the playoffs and still be a valuable piece to help in the locker room and help keep the guys focused. But if they can get something for him, I think they need to get somebody who helps to continue to spread the floor because I think that's what he does really well. And I'm really excited to see him when Rubio comes back and they can get those guys on the floor together because when he was playing with Love last year, Love was playing at probably the, the highest level I've seen him play in a couple of years. Yeah, it's funny you're saying that because I was actually thinking about and, and having the conversation about is Kevin Love a trade chip? And thanks for the call, Drew. Um the Cavs really could use a big athletic defender, like somebody who you can throw at a Giannis, somebody who you can throw at, you know, the Jason Tatums, J Jalen Browns, those kind of players. They also need at least one just deadly lethal shooter. So they need both things. But I think, I think you have enough defensively that if you have to choose one, Give me the guy that shoots 40% from three. Because if you can get a guy that you can plug we need into more, three. We, we need more offense. We yeah. need more bench scoring. Well, and specifically three-point shooting. Oh, yeah. If if Garland and Mitchell together had just a little bit more spacing, it just consistent spacing, they're already a top 10 defense in the NBA. I think they could be a top 10 offense. And I think, honestly, I think a really great three-point shooter or somebody who can create their own shot and shoot three-pointers uh, three at a 38, 39%, 40% clip, I think you're talking about the kind of thing that could fully relax and, and unlock Darius Garland when Donovan's on the court. And I think that might be the most important thing this year to winning not just one series, but maybe making a run at a second series win as well. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.